Dana Crypto Show, Bitcoin and Common Sense. It all started with food. Primal people used to grow stuff outside their caves and eat it. But the weather everywhere was different, so people were freezing to death and couldn't grow anything. So what they did was they stole food from others. Smart, huh? Well, not quite. Soon enough people realized they didn't have to steal from each other. Instead, they started to exchange food for things. Horses, buckets, or whatever. But this didn't last very long. So people decided to use something else for that purpose. Hmm. Something more valuable. Something rare. Something like gold. There's not much gold in the world, and it's difficult to mine. Great, people thought. Let's get down to business. So they started to exchange everything for gold. Their food, work and sometimes even their lives. <clears throat> gold is not some kind of magic metal. People decided that it had value. Also, they realized that they would run out of it one day. Soon, enough people got tired of carrying gold around. It was heavy and could just get them into trouble. That's when people got another idea. Why not deposit gold in banks? Governments started to print special papers called banknotes. All banknotes had different numbers written on them. This way people knew how much gold a banknote could buy. Banks became the place where people kept their precious banknotes. Unlike gold, banknotes didn't require mining. Governments could print as many as they wanted. The value of banknotes started to drop. That's what we call devaluation. Bankers started to exchange different banknotes and receive huge bonuses in return. Very soon money began to rule the world. That's when a group of smart guys decided to change things. They invented a new form of currency, the one that government and banks would not control. They called it Bitcoin. To prevent forgery, they invented a complicated algorithm that would create new Bitcoins. To prevent any fraud, they decided to register all Bitcoin transactions in one digital ledger, which they called a blockchain. At first, there were just a few of those smart guys, but with time, more and more people saw that Bitcoin was just like gold, only better. They could buy anything with it, meat, beer, jewelry, or even a Thai massage. This way, Bitcoins became secured by the interest of smart people. So now you know how the Bitcoin came into this world. Hurry, Bullwinkle! The show's about to start! I'm coming as fast as I can! Basically, the banks sit there, they wait for deposits to arrive, and if they have enough deposits, they lend them out to somebody else. And that is completely wrong. This is the wrong model of banks, uh, because what happens in reality is exactly the opposite. And I've done this, I'm a banker, I know that that's how it works, and you can read it on many central bank websites, that that's how it works. It's that banks, when they decide the economy is good, we are optimistic, we are now making loans, they don't need to wait for any deposits, because when they make a loan, they create the deposit. Right there, banks create money out of thin air. the truth. You're a coochie boo-boo. How dare you? Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Dana Crypto Show. We're the show all about Bitcoin, and that's right, blockchain technology. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. Hanging out here, man. A little nippy. I don't know where you are, but I'm up in the Northeast, man. It got cold. It got really cold, man. Like, like, like ridiculously cold. Like minus... I woke up, I looked at my, my phone this morning, minus three, that was the air temperature. It's like, wow, and everything started. You know, I got a nice wood stove. We keep that warm. You looking hot tonight? We keep you warm. We got some exciting, exciting things happening. You know, every week on the Day in a Crypto Show, we try to bring you someone that's gonna, you know, the movers and the shakers, the Ayatollahs of rock and roll, the people that are making it happen. If you haven't woken up 
and you haven't seen uh, uh, how the world is changing, how there's a massive, everything, it's like a revolution, but it's silent. It's the silent revolution. People quitting their jobs. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. And like millions and millions of people, you've heard this, but they're not quitting the workforce. They're finding other innovative ways. You've got to be on the edge of your seat. Technology is changing so much, they can't even get it out quick enough to the masses. It just keeps rolling, rolling out, and that's what we're going to talk about. we got Rob Simone. He's the president of Summer Friday. I like that name because it just doesn't give you a vibe, man. Wow. Uh, it's a Summer Friday. Imagine what that is. Well, what this really means, it's a strategy, creative, and content boutique. It thrives the intersection of big ideas. I love big ideas and nimble execution. Some of the clients include E-Trade, National Grid, Cigna, and J.P. Morgan, and more. This is a whole list, man. I don't have time for the list. Oh, come on! This guy's crazy, man. Rob, he's on the phone calling in via satellite or cell phone. We don't even know because we didn't talk about that, but Rob is on the phone. We're going to talk to him, and he's going to tell us. I got Oh, I got a million questions for this guy, so I give you. No further ado, Mr. Rob Simone. Rob, how are you doing, guy? What's going on, doing, man? I am doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm thrilled to be on the show. I love the energy. And just like you said, incredibly excited about everything that's going on in the world right now. I, I don't even know if I would call it a silent revolution uh, in the sense that uh, I can't keep up with all of the innovation that's taking place at the moment. So. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for the intro. We're going to just get right into it. So what exactly does Summer Friday do? Because that does not sound, I mean, Summer Friday, that could be a, you know, that could be like a, a, a casual clothes company. I mean, we don't even know. It's like Summer Friday with a, a chick on the beach with a breeze blowing back in the hair. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to get? I know it must be an ad aid agency, but why don't you tell the cryptomaniacs what exactly does Summer Friday do? I mean, quite simply, we develop strategies brand help them succeed creatively in a rapidly evolving space i mean it is a it's a very confusing a very disconnected digital online and offline world that we live in today but you know consumers expect a seamless brand experience brands have a, a very uh difficult task managing the digital transformation and, and, and all of the rapidly evolving um, channels and, and opportunities that, that they have today. You've, you've heard the buzzword digital transformation and we're specialists in that space. And it just so happens that um, I very, my partners and I got involved in uh, being an agent of change within that space for financial brands, uh, finance, fintech, trading, investing, wealth, etc. Um, in the, the very early days of uh, what was taking place with social, with video, with digital content. Um, and we've kind of made our name and, and our career helping those brands evolve, uh, among other brands. Obviously, you mentioned Cigna National Grid as well. Um, so, and, and the reason for the name and, and the reason that you feel good about Summer Friday is really intentional. Uh, we, we very much were um, trying to attack some of the, the cultural issues and some of the toxicity that existed in, within companies in America, both inside and outside of advertising and marketing. And so we very much wanted to focus on culture. We very much wanted to focus on an environment that is as much fun as it is professional. Um, and we wanted to have chemistry, um, uh, serious chemistry between our team um, and the partnerships between team and client. And, you know, at the end of the day, who doesn't love a summer Friday? 
Everybody uh, loves a summer Friday, and that's uh, that's exciting stuff that uh, you have there. So we are a show, you know, with we try to make it light, we try to have fun. It's kind of like we are the summer Friday of cryptocurrency shows. I would say <laughs> it would, it's kind of like that. But what roles the blockchain and cryptocurrency NFTs, man, NFTs are taking over the world, man. It seems they're playing a building block in this thing called the metaversal presence. How does your company help other companies make a presence in this metaverse? Well, I think that, you know, I think that brands just like with tech challenges prior to the metaverse, prior to um, uh, the digital transformation that's taking place now, uh, brands are always trying to navigate through the changing landscape. And it just so happens now that we live in a world where um, the individual, uh, the, the consumer, uh, you and me, um, have a much larger say in that equation and a much uh, larger role in that equation. I think that's a very positive thing. I think brands are starting to see the positive benefit of it as well. I mean, certain brands have always been um, tailored to that. You know, E-Trade's a great example. E-Trade's an example of a company that's very much uh, individualized in the sense that it's a DIY trading brand. It's always sort of emphasized your ability to learn and trade your way to success versus uh, another financial brand that perhaps, you know, manages your money for you. And so I think that there's, there's natural fit there for brands and, and we're sort of helping them identify ways in which they can dip their toe in the space, participate and uh, educate themselves and, um, and and test their way to success in a, in a world that I would very much characterize as, um, as early, right? Like we're in the practice round um, to, to put it the way that uh, Packy McCormick put it a couple weeks ago in his blog, Not Boring. Um, we're in the practice round of the metaverse of Web3. Of, uh, of adapting blockchain to the, to the world at large. And as a result, the brands are, are, you know, have some apprehension about how to get into that space. Specifically, if they don't have a direct fit like a gaming company would or a music label would. Um, and so we're looking for opportunities to help them um, strategize their way into that space and then to succeed creatively. Um, and we've developed um, some some foundational principles that certainly we haven't invented, but that we've identified as, as the characteristics of what makes many of these projects um, successful, at least currently. It'll probably be different by next week, uh, but what uh, what seems to signal success right now, and uh, and we're assisting them in, in 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 the genesis of those projects and how that emerges with their brand at large in real time. Uh, as opposed to fake time, I guess, uh, your real-time ads. And uh, how, how can you pinpoint what exactly that would mean, a real-time ad, as opposed to something that is just out there and not in real time? Well, we don't, we don't really play in the performance marketing space, right? Like, you, you'll speak to many um, advertisers or, or agencies whose entire purpose is to use data, use analytics to serve the right ad to the right person at the right time. You know, if you go on... Um, and, and this is going to change rapidly in social now because we all know that it's been um, nearly impossible to advertise on certain platforms. Um, the, the large players, the, the Googles and the Facebooks, um, you know, as a crypto brand, um, because of regulations and because of, uh, of restrictions in that space, that is going to open up. But I think um, our role is not so much in using data to serve you ads. Our role is positioning your brand, what it stands for, how it communicates. Um, and then how it creates content, not specifically ads, but videos and social content and 
um, and written content that can be um, used by consumers to have to form a deeper relationship with your brand. So you're um, making, you're taking uh, somebody's logo and you're taking that and packaging it, and making sure that it's right, it's bright, it's tight, and that you're making this a whole package. So like hisses. So when they say, like I say, here's E Trade. Here is you know you know what that is. You got that 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 you know logo. Wall Street Journal. That logo just boom, it snaps right in front of your eyes. That's what you create. The branding aspect is one part of the puzzle. The other part of the puzzle is how to communicate that brand in a non-paid advertising fashion. So how we actually, so for E-Trade specifically, to your example, um, we help them create video content that educates their customers on how to become better traders, on how to use their tools more effectively. And then we equip them with tools to go ahead and spread the word through social and other means so that E-Trade develops a deeper relationship with its customer the customers become better customers who use more of E-Trade's product, and the cycle continues, um, and, we, and we help them build long-term relationships with their customers so that they don't end up losing those accounts. Um, and the same thing is going to become more and more present when we think about all of the players that are jumping into the space with respect to crypto and blockchain. Um, you know, we saw some of the earlier trading and investing firms like TradeStation um, and others uh, dive into crypto head first early on. Some other brokerages are going to take their time getting into that space and perhaps wait for the regulatory environment to, to shift a bit. But when those things take place and when that happens, we are an agency that stands ready to assist in that space, having already obtained the knowledge that's required to, um, to play correctly, play by the rules, to communicate authentically, to build communities, to do the things that the, the end user can sniff out really quickly as uh, as just being you know cheap advertising versus authentic communication. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our conversation with Rob Simone. He's the president of Summer Friday. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show, Bitcoin and Common Sense. They'll be right back. Oh, God. Oh. This is John McAfee, and you're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. Is this a fever? Is this just allergies? Caught in a lockdown, no escape from the family. Don't touch your eyes, just hand sanitize quickly. I wash my hands, lay it low, I look out the window, cup doesn't look flat to me, to me. Mama, I just killed a man, I didn't stay inside in bed. Walk past him now, he's dead. Mama, life was so much fun. But now I've got- hey, 
everybody, it's me, comedian Tony V, and you're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. I spent 20 seconds with this guy, and I now have gold-plated teeth. Listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. Dana Crypto, if you're hearing me, that's where you gotta be. More calling Orson. Come in, Orson. More calling Orson. Come in, Orson. More calling Orson. Come in, Orson. What are you doing? Well, I was doing a little shadow boxing. Since there are no shadows in my mind, I was punching thoughts. I didn't know you had any. Whoa. Just one, and little sucker's hiding in my subconscious. Whoa. Why are you fighting? You know violence is against organ law. Well, I know that. But I'm trying to fit in here on Earth because these are a very violent, violent people. You mean they have wars? Oh, no. Worse than that. Violence is part of their everyday lives. First of all, they slash prices. They drown their sorrows. They punch buttons and they kill time. I'm not even going to tell you what they do to eggs. I had no idea earthlings were so vicious. Oh, not only that, they blow up photographs. They hang plants. And I heard one guy telling another guy, Hey, man, you can crash at my place. And even when they're finished having a fight and they want to make up, they threaten to bury the hatchet. What makes them so violent? I don't know. I think it starts when a baby is born. The first thing a doctor does is hit it. They don't stand a chance, your immenseness. This is Mark, signing off. Till next week. No, 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 no. Let's continue our conversation with Rob Simone. He's the president of Summer. Friday website is is not Summer Friday. Don't 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 go to Summer Friday. We don't know where that'll take you. But you're hey H E Y hey Summer Friday. Is it is it? Let me ask you. Is it hey Summer Friday or is it hey Summer Friday? <laughs> it's the latter for sure. You know, you get a shout at us if you want to get our attention because we're going to help you do that for your customers. So I got a couple of other questions for you because you are uh, down in Long Island, according to my sources. You have a wife and three kids. Oh yeah, hey. I uh, I'm a I'm a New York City guy that. That's retreated to Long Island, uh, pandemic style. So I've been holding it down here with the family of five. That's uh, you know that that's what you got to do, man. So you buckled down there, but you're close to the city, and uh, oh, you, yeah. were, you were a filmmaker. So you didn't just this isn't your first rodeo here. Uh, hey, hey, summer Friday. You, you've had other other ventures, and uh, you would tell me about your filmmaking days. What what what, what was that? What's that all about? I mean, I'm, I would say I would characterize myself as somebody who went to college with half a business head and half a creative head, and enrolled in business school and very quickly realized that I wanted to go across the street and, and, and jump into film school. And that's where I really got excited. Um, so I, I graduated from film school and dabbled with the idea of, of going to Hollywood and, and trying to make my way in the entertainment business and actually just fell in love with the idea of staying in New York City and, and kind of follow, following my father's footsteps. Um, and I very quickly found myself at the big ad agency, right? As you do as a filmmaker and or a a creative in New York city. Um, and, uh, and I, and I loved it. And I came up as a, as a producer and I cut my teeth shooting television commercials and Super Bowl ads and, and those types of things right at the onset of uh, um, the first massive sort of disruption of my career, which was when digital video and social and digital content and things like Facebook and YouTube were, were just becoming things that brands were starting to try to understand and utilize. Um, and as that, uh, started, started to take place, I decided to take an entrepreneurial leap uh, very young in my career with, a, with an amazing partner, a guy named Michael Cruz, who's still my partner today, 17 years later. Um, and we founded a digital uh, video content 
agency called Hiccup in 2006. Uh, and it was right, it was really good timing and brands were really looking for smaller, more nimble um, agencies to help them conquer an evolving video landscape. Uh, we scaled the company, we grew it, um, and we merged it years later. Um, and, and the, the long, the short and the short version of that story is that we sort of recalibrated and rebranded as Summer Friday in April of 2020 in the midst of the pandemic to kind of represent to the world what we feel is the creative marketing partner that clients need today um, based on all the changes that have taken place and will continue to take place over, over the next years. Uh, we had to kind of recalibrate to do that because a lot of what was, was taking place at large agencies, a lot of what was being designed um, for clients wasn't really working. You know, client tenure was shrinking. Um, uh, brands were working with their agencies for shorter and shorter times. And we simply didn't want to keep going on, down that treadmill and following the footsteps of, of larger agencies that were really struggling to, to have authentic relationships with their clients. So we took everything that we saw that was good uh, in our partnerships with our clients and we baked it into a new model and summer Friday was born. And that was the birth. You heard the story right from Rob Simone. He's the president of Hey Summer Friday. That's their website. And remember it's Hey Summer Friday. It's not Hey Summer Friday, go. man. You gotta, you gotta be on top <laughs> of this stuff with Rob. Yeah. I have some, uh, a little, see, I'm, I'm dabbling everything. I'm a guy. I consider myself a creative guy and, uh, mm-hmm. just starting to express myself here. So I had an idea last about two years ago. I was watching. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make, take too much of your time. We can actually talk off air about this. And, uh, I was watching, uh, some shorts. I said, you know, I could probably make a short and so i made a short Mm -hmm. and i won like a ton it was the first time out i had no idea how to do this i got a very small team i had a friend brian mays he provided an original soundtrack original song it qualified on the long list for this year's oscars you know i love the fact that your filmmaking days kind of gave birth to your new company so yeah we are talking with rob simone again he's the president of hey summer friday man they're gonna make you shine if you've got a company man and you want to get your brand out there you want to be in this new digital metaverse you heard me talk about it i don't know why the mainstream i don't know why cnbc and all these other places not to single them out i want to get sued i don't want to single them out <laughs> however why aren't you talking about this metaverse stuff? Why aren't you having guys like Rob on, that type of thing? So we're coming down to about where we need to be, my friend. Any parting thoughts for the crypto maniacs? I, I couldn't be more excited and curious about what's going on in the world right now. I think, obviously, there's a, there's a lot of conflicting opinions. But I think the most important thing that anyone can do, whether you're a brand or an individual or whatever you are, uh, is to is to pay attention, hang back, participate, see what's going on, play responsibly. Uh, I think uh, if you decide to opt out completely of what's happening with technology, crypto, blockchain, the metaverse right now, and then later it becomes uh, imperative for your brand to be a part of it, the learning curve is going to be much, much steeper than, than it is now. So uh, I, I would encourage people to at least pay attention to dip their toe in the water because it's going to be harder later. And we've seen that play out uh, time and time again with advertising and marketing. That's excellent, Rob. Well, I really appreciate that. And again, you can find Rob and his company. It's a kind of Kip company. So I want to talk a little bit more about that. I mean, you're not going anywhere yet. <laughs> One more thing, Rob. Kind of a hip. I mean, the culture. I'm looking at the culture of the company. I mean, they got a guy who's got tape over his mouth. I mean, I don't know what that's all about. See, I have my, my hey, that's, that's Michael. Co- 
Michael, well, Michael, shout out. I mean, I might have to sue you because I have that. That's my, <laughs> not to tape it's hand. I'm only kidding with you. Do, do him, not me. Exactly. No, no, don't no, sue anybody. You know, I don't, we, we, th- that's what we, as you see, that, that's just a natural response because I'm an American and it's in my blood. I don't really believe that go. or think that. It's just, it's just, it's how we're trained and that type of thing. But uh, you go to the website for Hey Summer Friday and, you know, they got these guys and it sounds like, you know, th- that's cool with the culture. I get that. But you go and there's a playlist. On Spotify, I'm assuming that's all your employees play. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got. Yeah, I mean, you got. So you got a diverse. You know, when you talk about diverse, in, and I, you know, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but uh, I'm looking at it. it was a pretty cool playlist. I mean, I'm into you know classic rock because of my age group and stuff, and a lot of reggae and a lot of you know other things. So there was some some music that I wouldn't necessarily go on there, but I, I just thought the contrast. Somebody posted a song by Rob Zombie, and then right below it is Michael Jackson. I mean, that was just kind of uh, showed you what, you know, what goes on over there at Summer Friday. It's community driven, right? I mean, that's, the world is, is about building communities now. And uh, as, as, uh, as unintimate as the internet can be, right, it's incredibly engaging and incredibly vulnerable in a lot of ways if you let it. And I think um, how can we be an agency in a culture that, um, that proposes to help brands build communities and, and, and build these movements today if we're not doing it ourselves. Not to mention that investing in our talent, investing in our community, investing in our culture, like quite literally investing dollars and time and resources in building our own culture pays dividends in ways that I think very few companies um, really see through to the level that uh, we intend to. Um, and, and, and just so, you know, it's clear, you know, Summer Friday is intentionally a boutique. Like we are, we've capped our growth. We, we sort of have refused to grow larger than about where we are now. Um, from a, from a revenue standpoint, from a amount of clients that we work with standpoint, from amount of employees, because we believe that, um, it's a much stronger proposition to, to be a strong boutique financially, culturally, et cetera, than it is to be, uh, primarily growth focused organization that um we've seen that movie play out so many times before absolutely well i mean thanks again rob for coming on the show and we're going to definitely stay in touch thanks so much it's been a blast here at the dana crypto show we believe in a few basic principles we believe in a level playing field we believe that everyone should have equal access and opportunity to all things that make us healthier and wealthier as a nation we have the talent it's distributed equally but opportunity well it's not the revolution is here the way we do commerce is changing and hopefully by becoming a fan of the show you too can get in on the game my name is dana yeah mr crypto that's right find me on twitter at real dana crypto linkedin i'm out there too i don't know what that one is you just do gain a crypto you'll figure it out always remember mutants freaks and crypto files i am your king